Forever Dog. Welcome to Forever Dog. You can listen to this podcast ad-free on Forever Dog Plus by signing up at foreverdogpodcasts.com slash plus. And make sure to follow us on social at Forever Dog Team and check out all of our podcasts at foreverdogpodcasts.com. Thank you for your support and enjoy the show. Previously on Teen Creeps Presents Public Domain Theater. It is so hard to talk with John about my case because he is so wise and because he loves me so. Mm. But I tried it last night. Hello. Welcome to another episode of Teen Creeps Presents Public Domain Theater. This week is part two of The Yellow Wallpaper by Charlotte Perkins Gilman. It was moonlight. The moon shines in all around just as the sun does. I hate to see it sometimes. It creeps so slowly and always comes in by one window or another. John was asleep and I hated to waken him, so I kept still and watched the moonlight on that undulating wallpaper until I felt creepy. The faint figure behind seemed to shake the pattern, just as if she wanted to get out. I got up softly and went to feel and see if the paper did move. And when I came back, John was awake. I think you're going to turn around on this theory for a second. Uh Uh-oh. What is it, little girl? He said. What? (laughs) Don't call her that. (laughs) Don't go walking about like that. You'll get cold. I thought it was a good time to talk, so I told him that I really was not gaining here and that I wished he would take me away. Why, darling, said he, our lease will be up in three weeks and I can't see how to leave before. The repairs are not done at home and I cannot possibly leave town just now. I don't know. Still seems reasonable. Of course, if you were in any danger, I could and would, but you really are better, dear, whether you can see it or not. Mm, I'm a doctor, dear, and I know. Wrong. You're gaining flesh and color and your appetite's better. I really feel much easier about you. I need to hear that from her before I believe it. I don't weigh a bit more, said I, nor as much, and my appetite might be better in the evening when you're here, but it's worse in the morning when you're away. Bless her little heart, said he with a big hug. She shall be as sick as she pleases. Fuck off. But now let's improve the shining hours by going to sleep and talk about it in the morning. And you won't go away? I asked gloomily. Why, how can I, dear? It is only three weeks more and then we'll take a nice little trip of a few days while Jenny's getting the house ready. Really, dear, you are better. Better in body, perhaps. I began and stopped short, for he sat up straight and looked at me with such a stern, reproachful look that I could not say another word. My darling said he. I beg of you, for my sake and for our child's sake, as well as for your own, that you will never for one instant let that idea enter your mind. There is nothing so dangerous, so fascinating to a temperament like yours. It is a false and foolish fancy. Can you not trust me as a physician when I tell you so? So of course I said no more on that score, and we went to sleep before long. Mm, I I still think she might actually be crazy, but continue. (laughs) He thought I was asleep first, but I wasn't, and lay there for hours trying to decide whether that front pattern and the back pattern really no, did go move to together sleep. or separately. Go to sleep. <laughs> On a pattern like this, by daylight, there is a lack of sequence, a defiance of law. There is a constant irritant to a normal mind. That color is hideous enough and unreliable enough and infuriating enough, but the pattern is torturing. You think you've mastered it, but just as you get well underway in following, it turns a back somersault and there you are. Nobody is asking you to master it, girl. (laughs) It slaps you in the face, knocks you down, and tramples upon you. It is like a bad dream. The outside pattern is a florid arabesque, reminding one of a fungus. If you can imagine a toadstool and joints, an interminable string of toadstools budding and sprouting in endless convolutions, why, that is something like it. 
That is sometimes. There is one marked peculiar peculiarity about this paper, a thing nobody seems to notice but myself, and that is that it changes as the light changes. Oh, she's crazy. When the sun shoots oh. through the east window, I always watch for that first long straight ray. It changes so quickly that I can never quite believe it. That is why I watch it always. I'm going to just like quick interruption. You're doing a great job, and I see why you were paid the big bucks. Continue. Thank you. <laughs> uh, by moonlight, the moon shines in all night when there is a moon. I wouldn't know it was the same paper. At night, in any kind of light, in twilight, candlelight, lamplight, and worst of all, by moonlight, it becomes bars. The outside pattern, I mean. And the woman behind it is as plain as can be. I didn't realize for a long time what the thing was that showed behind that dim sub-pattern. But now I'm quite sure it's a woman. By daylight, she's subdued, quiet. I fancy it is the pattern that keeps her so still. It is so puzzling. It keeps me quiet by the hour. I lie down ever so much now. John says it's good for me and to sleep all I can. No, I don't. I don't agree. I don't agree. Get some exercise. Exercise is very beneficial Mm -hmm. to your mental state. Indeed, he started the habit by making me lie down for an hour after each meal. No, John. It is a very bad habit, I am convinced. For you see, I don't sleep. And that cultivates deceit. For I don't tell them I'm awake. Oh, no. The fact is, I'm getting a little afraid of John. He seems very queer sometimes. And even Jenny has an inexplicable look. It strikes me occasionally, just as a scientific hypothesis, that perhaps it is the paper. I have watched John when he did not know I was looking and come into the room looking on the most innocent excuses. And I've caught him several times looking at the paper. And Jenny too. Okay. I caught Jenny She's with her hand on it once. Definitely crazy. But, but he is a bad doctor. Well, and he like made time. her more crazy. Yes, he is not helping at all. He's a bad doctor and she's crazy. Both things can be true. She didn't know I was in the room. And when I asked her in a quiet, a very quiet voice with the most restrained manner possible, what she was doing with the paper, she turned around as if she had been caught stealing and looked quite angry, asked me why I should frighten her so. Then she said that the paper stained everything it touched that she had found yellow smooches on all my clothes and John's, and she wished we would be more careful. Did not that sound innocent? But I know she was studying that pattern, and I am determined that nobody shall find it out but myself. Oh, man. (laughs) Life is very much more exciting now than it used to be. You see, I have something more to expect, to look forward to, to watch. I really do eat better and am more quiet than I was. John is so pleased to see me improve. He laughed a little the other day and said that I seemed to be flourishing in spite of my wallpaper. (laughs) I turned it off with a laugh. I had no intention of telling him it was because of the wallpaper. He would make fun of me. He might even want to take me away. I don't want to leave now until I have found it out. There's a week more and I think that'll be enough. I'm feeling ever so much better. I don't sleep much at night for it is so interesting to watch developments. But I sleep a good deal in the daytime. In the daytime, it is tiresome and perplexing. She's the figure in the wall. She's in the wall. (laughs) There are always new shoots on the fungus and new shades of yellow all over it. I cannot keep count of them, though I have tried conscientiously. It is the strangest yellow, that wallpaper. It makes me think of all the yellow things I ever saw. Not beautiful ones like buttercups, but old, foul, bad yellow things. There is something else about that paper. She's like a she's a genius and she's gone. She's beautiful minded. She, yeah, she's beautiful mind. The smell. 
Uh-oh. I noticed it the moment we came in the room, but with so much air and sun, it was not bad. Now, we have had a week of fog and rain, and whether the windows are open or not, the smell is here. It creeps all over the house. I find it hovering in the dining room, skulking in the parlor, hiding in the hall, lying in wait for me on the stairs. It gets into my hair. Even when I go to ride, if I turn my head suddenly and surprise it, there's that smell. Such a peculiar odor, too. I spent hours in trying to analyze it to find what it smelled like. It is not bad at first, and very gentle, but quite the subtlest, most enduring odor I have ever met. In this damp weather, it is awful. I wake up in the night and find it hanging over me. It used to disturb me at first. I thought seriously of burning the house to reach the smell. (laughs) Yeah, I don't think this is about gaslighting anymore. (laughs) It was, and then now it's like just the results. Oh, okay. (laughs) Um, There's a history here. (laughs) But now I'm used to it. The only thing I can think of is that it is the color of the paper. A yellow smell. No. There is a very funny mark on this wall, low down near the mop board. You guys, I don't think she's going to make it. A streak that runs around the room. It goes behind every piece of furniture except the bed. A long, straight, even smooch, as if it had been Mm -hmm. rubbed over and over. I wonder how it was done and who did it and what they did it for. Round and round and round, round and round and round. It makes me dizzy. I really have discovered something at last. Through watching so much at night, when it changes so, I have finally found out. The front pattern does move, and no wonder the woman behind shakes it. Sometimes I think there are a great many women women behind, and sometimes only one, and she crawls around fast, and her crawling shakes it all over. Then, in the very bright spots, she keeps still, and in the very shady spots, she takes hold of the bars and shakes them hard, and she is all the time trying to climb through. But nobody could climb through that pattern. It strangles so. I think that's why it has so many heads. They get through, and then the pattern strangles them off and turns them upside down and makes their eyes white. If those heads were covered or taken off, it would not be half so bad. Yeah, you got it. Hey, good job. She (laughs) did it. Stop looking at it. Yay. (laughs) I think that woman gets out in the daytime. And I'll tell you why. Privately, I've seen her. I can see her out of every one of my windows. It is the same woman, I know, for she's always creeping, and most women do not creep by daylight. (laughs) Only at night. (laughs) I'm a nighttime creeper. Nighttime creeper! Teen creeps, creeping at night. (laughs) I'm not a daytime, daytime creeper. (laughs) Um, I see her on that long road under the trees, creeping along, and when a carriage comes, she hides under the blackberry vines. I don't blame her a bit. It must be very humiliated to be caught creeping by daylight. (laughs) Only the only the lower classes creep at daylight. <laughs> Everyone I, knows that. I always lock the door when I creep by daylight. I can't do it at night, for oh I God, know what? John would suspect something at once. <laughs> and John is so queer now that I don't want to irritate him. I wish he would take another room. Besides, I don't want anyone to get that woman out at night but myself. I often wonder if I could see her out of all the windows at once. But turn as fast as I can. I can only see out of one at a time. And though I always see her, she may be able to creep faster than I can turn. I have watched her sometimes away off in the open country, creeping as fast as a cloud shadow in a high wind. If only that top pattern could be gotten off from the under one. I mean to try it, little by little. I have found it another funny thing, but I shan't tell it this time. It does not do to trust people too much. Last I heard, she had a week to figure this wallpaper out. A lot, a lot lot has happened in the last week. A lot of deterioration. She's not a well woman. 
there are only two more days to get this paper off. Oh and my God, I thank believe God. John is beginning to notice. I don't like the look in his eyes. And I heard him ask Jenny a lot of professional questions about me. She had a very good report to give. She said, I slept a good deal in the daytime. John knows I don't sleep very well at night. For all, I'm so quiet. He asked me all sorts of questions too and pretended to be very loving and kind, as if I couldn't see through him. Still, I don't wonder he acts so, sleeping under this paper for three months. It only interests me, but I feel sure John and Jenny are secretly affected by it. Hooray! This is the last day, but oh, it is enough. Oh, God. Oh, my God. John is to stay in town overnight and won't be out until this evening. I think she's going to kill people. <laughs> Jenny wanted to sleep with me, the sly thing. But I told her I should undoubtedly rest better for a night all alone. That was clever. She's like, really? um, okay. Okay. are you sure? For really? I wasn't alone a bit. As soon as it was moonlight and that poor thing began to crawl and shake the pattern, I got up and ran to help her. I pulled and she shook. I shook and she pulled. And before morning, we had peeled off yards of that paper, a strip about as high as my head and half around the room. And then when the sun came and that awful pattern began to laugh at me, I declared I would finish it today. We go away tomorrow, and they're moving all my furniture down again to leave things as they were before. Jenny looked at the wall in amazement, but I told her merrily that I did it out of pure spite at the vicious thing. She laughed and said she wouldn't mind doing it herself, but I must not get tired. How she betrayed herself that time. But mm -hmm. I am here, and no person touches this paper but me. Not alive. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. I fucking knew it. I knew it. She tried to get me out of the room. It was too patent. But I said it was so quiet and empty and clean now, I believed I would lie down again and sleep all I could, and not to wake me even for dinner, I would call when I woke. So now she's gone, and the servants are gone, and the things are gone, and there is nothing left but that great bedstead nailed down with the canvas mattress we found on it. We shall sleep downstairs tonight and take the boat home tomorrow. I quite enjoy the room, now that it's bare again. How those children did tear about here. This bedstead is fairly gnawed. But I must get to work. I have locked the door and thrown the key down in the front path. Mm -hmm. I don't want to go out, and I don't want to have anybody come in till John comes. I want to astonish him. I've got a rope up here that even Jenny did not find. Oh, God. If that woman does get out and tries to get away, I can tie her. But I forgot I could not reach that far without anything to stand on. This oh, bed will no. not move. I tried to lift it and push it until I was lame, and then I got so angry I bit off a little piece at one corner, but it hurt my teeth. Then I peeled off all the paper I could. The, all, then I peeled off all the paper I could reach standing on the floor. It sticks horribly, and the pattern just enjoys it. All those strangled heads and bulbous eyes and waddling fungus growths just shriek with derision. I'm getting angry enough to do something desperate. To jump out the window would be admirable exercise, but the bars are too strong to even try. Besides, I wouldn't do it. Of course not. Yes, you would. I know well you enough would. that a step like that is improper and might be misconstrued. I don't like to look out of the windows even. There are so many of those creeping women and they creep so fast. I wonder if they all come out of that wallpaper like I did. But huh? I am securely fastened now by my well-hidden rope. You don't get me out in the road there. I suppose I shall have to get back behind the pattern when it comes at night. And that is hard. It is so pleasant to be out in this great room and creep around as I please. I don't want to go outside. I won't, even if Jenny asks me to. For outside, you have to creep on the ground and everything is green instead of yellow. But here, I can creep smoothly on the floor. 
and my shoulder just fits in that long smooch around the wall, so I cannot lose my way. Why, there's John at the door. It's no use, young man. You can't open it. How he does call and pound. Now he's crying for an axe. <laughs> it would be a shame to break down that beautiful door. John, dear, said I in the gentlest voice. The key is down by the front steps under a plantain leaf. That silenced him for a few moments. Then he said, very quietly indeed, Open the door, my darling. I can't, said I. The key is down by the front door under a plantain leaf. And then I said it again several times, very gently and slowly, and said it so often that he had to go and see. And he got it, of course, and came in. He stopped short by the door. What is the matter? He cried. For God's sake, what are you doing? I kept on creeping just the same, but I looked at him over my shoulder. I've got out at last, said I, in spite of you and Jane. And I've pulled off most of the paper, so you can't put me back. I think that's her. Oh, no. Now, why should that man have fainted? But he did, and right across my path by the wall, so that I had to creep over him every time. The end. Oh, she killed him. (laughs) That's not about gaslighting at all. She's legit crazy. Well, I think she... I mean, again, they are not doing right by her. He's making her worse, for sure. She is crazy. Well, I think she starts out just depressed. Yes. And then he's like, you know what cures depression? I think. Or do you think it was late? I think she had an episode before they got there. I think she had an episode and that's why they went there. Oh, yeah. Because he's like, you need to recover. I think she got stressed out by something in the city. Mm -hmm. I think they thought if they just took out all stimulus. Yeah. That she would get better. Mm-hmm. And instead, she just found other things to get stressed by. Yeah. And I think also, like, things that would have helped, like exercise, being creative, like mm-hmm. those kinds of things. Um, uh, Because they're just like, oh, well, you're a woman and you're being hysterical. Yeah. Like, no, there's something seriously wrong with this woman. And yeah. these things could help, but also she needs more. Yeah. Um, but it's like, wrong time to be a... A bipolar woman. Yeah, I mean the the solution is not lock her in an attic with bars on the windows and yeah, and have everyone just watching her. But that always. is why they put her in the room with the bars on the windows. So you think she did something in the city? Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Sad I story. Think she though. had an episode with the kid, mm-hmm. and that's why they take care of the kid. So I um <clears throat> we and yeah she's totally <clears throat> Jane. Um, she's Jane, and also um so like that color and like the um. Uh, how certain parts of it are like brown. Mm-hmm. Um, we were talking about this story in one of my um, actually one of my law school classes. It was like, but it was more just about like gender and it was it was a really cool class. It was like a college class basically. Mm-hmm. Um, but like that that like dark brown color being kind of like poisonous is supposed to indicate the color of like old menstrual blood and like that and so like that's like supposed to be that's a sickness that's like a trapping um so i thought that was interesting too wow man oh yeah really sad that's not what i expected it to be yeah i mean it's pretty intense it's really good it's really good yeah it's really good i'm glad we went with that one this has been teen creeps presents public domain theater tune in next week for the first installment of Little Women by Louisa May Alcott.